Okay, hello everybody. Um, we are live with uh, Anaheim Ballet today and we are streaming on Anaheim Community Foundation's Facebook page. Um, this is a part of the Impact Anaheim Giving Day, which is approaching uh, next Wednesday, June 17th. And so we've been having a series of conversations with nonprofits in Anaheim that are impacting youth um, throughout COVID and beyond. So today I'm happy and excited to uh, talk about Anaheim Ballet. So I have Larry with me, executive director. Hey, Larry, how are you doing? I'm good. It's very funny, Victoria. I'm happy and excited to talk about it too. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, so why don't you share, first of all, is this your first, uh, first live? This is my first live interview. We've been, of course, uh -huh. we've been Zooming for yeah. the last three months, but the first live interview. Well, great. Well, I always get excited when it's a first time for people trying something new. So thank you for, for stretching yourself and for um, coming on with me and talking about uh, Anaheim Ballet. Are right. you... Just thank you for inviting us. We're really yeah. happy to be here. Of course. Um, so another question, because I know some people are going back and I notice you kind of are in an office setting. Are you guys back in the field or are you at home? We're back as of today with all the regulations and the restrictions lifted, um, you know, with safety measures in place, we're back. Congrats. Yeah, we're excited. We're That's excited. awesome. So you are in the office right now then? I'm in office right now. Actually, I'm in the library, but the studios are open. Well, that's good. That's good to know. So any special parameters that you had to be mindful of? Like, did you have to reduce class sizes at all or? All, all, of, the, all of the above, everything is different whether we're talking about the shields and the entrance pattern and which way you go, the flow, where uh -huh. you can, cannot stand, how, where you stand in the classroom, the, the protocol for the class. But you know, Victoria, with, with everything and this, you know, standard six feet apart, with everything said and done, this is a home away from home for so many that they're yeah. just glad to be here with masks and all. You know? Yes, yes. Well, that's great. Well, we'll, we'll talk more about that. Um, First, why don't you just give us, I know we have a video, we're gonna watch a, a two minute video on kind of like the over, um, just overview of Anaheim Ballet, but why don't you talk about you personally first, you're the executive director, uh, founder, um, say something, of, uh, introduce yourself and how um, close this organization is to your heart. Whoa, okay, all right. <laughs> just stop me when you need to. Okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you, Victoria, I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, and I appreciate all of your background that you bring to this, because I know you've had so much other things and, you know, that you brought to this so that you're able to, you know, have a certain empathy with what everyone is doing in Orange County and all the uh, charitable organizations. Yeah, thank you. I, I am Larry Rosenberg. My wife, Sarma, and I actually founded the organization in 1982. We were actually in San Juan Capistrano. And in 1997, the city of Anaheim, the city council, invited us to become the resident ballet company for the city of Anaheim. So we've been actually, 1997, we've been here since 1997 as the Anaheim Ballet. So as the resident ballet company for the city, we have three parts to our organization. We, uh, the whole thing is a 501c3, not profit, of course. Um, we have the school, the training school, where we just have world-class training. We have the Step Up program, which is the community outreach program for underserved youth. And we have the professional ballet company itself which would be the performing company, uh, the older and the professional dancers. That's, that's where we have it. Um, 
just we can just go on with every every part of the program. We we've been yeah. here since the very first day. We've had the outreach program. Yes. We just we just felt the need uh, when we were in South County. We you know we we always had uh, an outreach program. We'd always felt it was important that if a young person wanted to dance, that they had the ability to do it. And for some, and for many, actually, mm -hmm. it's it's pretty much out of reach. And when we moved to Anaheim, we're certainly we're in downtown Anaheim. We're in an underserved area. Our elementary school district has 84% free lunch students or discounted lunch. The Anaheim High School District, the Union High School, is also a great number. And mm -hmm. most of them cannot afford to dance. And the yeah. question, I guess, is, is should, the, should, should everyone have that opportunity? And of course, we have a resounding yes. yes. So we started that from, uh, from the beginning, from day one. That was but we also felt besides having an outreach program, those young people needed to look up to something if they decided they really loved dancing. Mm -hmm. So the school has turned out many, many, many dances that have gone on to ballet companies. And you're, you know, for many of our audience, they're not into ballet, but, but there are companies, you know, the Royal Danish Ballet, the Hong Kong Ballet, the Houston Ballet, Joffrey Ballet, just ballets around the world, along with our next door neighbor, Disneyland. Many of yes. our students want to just in part-time jobs in parades and working in entertainment there. Right. So it's important that the school be able to turn out dancers and provide the highest quality training if they want it. And then the, yeah. the company itself, performances. So we dance in, since Anaheim does not really have a resident theater, we dance at the Pearson Park Amphitheater in the summer, or we mm -hmm. dance at the, uh, uh, the Grove, the uh, City National Grove of Anaheim. And we yeah. dance in Nevada as well for our, our Nutcracker. And then uh, Evan Alexander, our son, started, um, created a podcast. And the yeah. podcast is like two minute videos. And it, it, it went to number one three times for nonprofits. And it's about, about 60 million visits to the site. And it's on YouTube. It says Anaheim Ballet More Than Dance. So that's pretty much the organization. It's the outreach program, the school, mm -hmm. the company. And we also like to include the internet series. That's great. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, you know what? Let's, that's a good segue into the video. Let's kind of just see it all into action. So wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. One second. Let's uh, pull this up here. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> I can. I can. Anaheim Ballet's mission is to enlighten and entertain audiences with classically rooted programming and contemporary presentation. Anaheim Ballet provides quality performances to audiences of ballet domains as well as novice ballet goers and acts as a haven to talented Southern California artists and as a magnet to international talents. Anaheim Ballet became the city's resident ballet company in 1997, but has been bringing the gift of dance to Southern California audiences for over 30 years. Committed to bringing art to its hometown, regardless of socioeconomic or perceived cultural barriers, Anaheim Ballet launched Street View Dance, funded by the James Irvine Foundation. This program provides free performances at community locations for audiences that would not otherwise get the opportunity to see or participate in ballet. It also partners with the Philharmonic Society of Orange County to introduce thousands of Orange County students to ballet and music every year. 
Anaheim Ballet is proud to continue its holiday commitment to provide free command performances of the Christmas classic, The Nutcracker, for Anaheim Elementary School District students. Inspired students have the opportunity to join Anaheim Ballet's Step Up Educational Outreach Program, which provides free ballet lessons five days a week to disadvantaged city youth at the Anaheim Ballet School. The Anaheim Ballet School serves as the training ground for hundreds of talented students seeking to join the ranks of Anaheim Ballet or other respected dance organizations around the world. Thinking locally, but performing globally, Anaheim Ballet's YouTube series has broken balletic barriers, introduced new artists, and helped Anaheim Ballet perform on screens across the globe to the tune of approximately 60 million views and international recognition. Anaheim Ballet is committed to being Southern California's premier ballet organization, producing international dance festivals, bringing ballet to new audiences, and continuing to raise its own standard of excellence. Anaheim Ballet, more than dance. Here we are. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes, I'm back. Here I am. That was great. Um, so in there, you, you mentioned everything that you guys do. And I wanted to kind of dive more into um, Anaheim. In there, it talked about serving Anaheim elementary schools and Anaheim students. Um, share more about the um, um, that service to the community. We do a, a bus in each year, for, for instance, at the, uh, at the Grove of Anaheim for about a thousand young people. And we found that, you know, theater is important, um, dance is important, but there's something much, much more important than dance or theater for the young people. It's opening them up to something bigger in their lives. And, you know, when the, when the, uh, I was trying to think, went to an elementary school, the principal said to me, you know, this is so wonderful because these young people are used to, especially in our area where we live, they see their, their apartments and they see the elementary school and they're not aware of a larger picture in the world. And right. when they come and they see a stage open and they see excellence, physicality on stage. So we're not watching a video game. We're yeah. watching a movie screen. We're watching people that have accomplished incredible things physically. And they're, they're beautiful and they're athletic. It just, their eyes are, it's like a little bit of a shock. And uh -huh. they're saying, you know, that... It's very, very helpful. So we do that bus in or we go to schools as part of a lecture demonstration or we just released a, a video, a very basic ballet video, only a private link to the Anaheim Elementary School District. So for the, all those thousands of kids that are home still, you know, that they have a chance to look at something done, designed for them. And, you know, it's right, the, 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 the real, uh, how would I say, the crux of it, we say at Anaheim Ballet more than dance. I, I don't think young people, you know, have an idea of necessarily have a picture of the, the larger picture of the world. And mm -hmm. when they come to, let's say, the, the Anaheim Ballet and they're about to do ballet, the first thing we ask them to do is to stand up. And the program is called Step Up. Mm -hmm. And the idea is a metaphor. But once they learn to hold their bodies erect and once they learn to stand in a way that they've not been asked to do before and not to look at their friends at the mall or not to look at you know, young people that are around them, uh, but instead just stand in a timeless manner and move with a certain energy and maybe check their movement so there's a certain clarity and simplicity to it. They're always amazed at their own ability 
to like right. suddenly find nobility. Now we know, you know, it's been there all along, but yep. many of them have not had a chance to access it. Some of these people, what they see at home is not the best. What they yeah. see among their friends is not the best. And maybe even what's encouraged by their friends who, know, who don't know better is not the best. And when they come to a safe haven where they know someone's on their team, someone's on their side, someone wants for them, even more than they want for them, they, 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 there's an element of trust. And that yeah. trust is manifest by the way they suddenly begin to hold themselves and walk. And Victoria, it's, it, I mean, I guess it's ballet, but it's, it's more than ballet. It's something they will carry with them, whether they dance or not. Now, I'd better give them the training where if they want to join a ballet company, they can because that's my job to be as excellent as possible. And all the teachers here, we're all on board, give them the best training, but it's bigger than that because most of them will not go on to professional careers in dance, mm -hmm. but all of them will go on. And either they'll have a certain carriage to their body and an understanding of what they're capable of. You know, we talk about raising a standard of excellence. In other words, if you go to McDonald's and you give them a dirty dollar bill or four quarters, they, they won't care. That's fine. You'll get a medium or large size drink for one dollar. Yeah. In ballet, if I say move your hand, it's not okay just to move it. Unless you move it with a certain quality, it's not all right. And there's a standard of excellence. Yes. And when they realize, first of all, there's a standard. Secondly, they can achieve it. Then mm -hmm. suddenly that standard can be applied to other areas of their lives. And this yeah. is all without preaching, without anything. It's just saying, hey, stand up. <laughs> you know? And they look around the room. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, and what you're bringing, I think, is what a lot of the organizations that we are speaking to this week and all the organizations participating in Impact um, Anaheim and the Giving Day is you're giving them an outlet. You're giving them uh, something that is interested, like they're interested in and something they probably never even thought they'd be interested in. Um, but you're giving them an outlet so that they have something to look forward to. They have something to to believe in, to feel good about, to feel proud about, um, to feel belonged to something. Mm -hmm. And art, um, uh, art is an expression. You know, ballet is of the arts, and it's about expression. And uh, not youth. I think youth today don't have a lot of outlets to express themselves. And um, we all have different ways of expressing. Some express yeah. through through our voice. Some express through movement because that's the best way. That's the the therapeutic way that they have to, to do it. And um, you really fall into what, you know, the Samuelis believe is interest-based learning. You know, we have a lot of, a, a, there's so many avenues to reach youth and it's it's not just through academics. It's boy, all boy, boy. arts. Boy, I'm in the right house here. <laughs> My, uh, Evan, who teaches, Evan uh, Rosemar, who teaches our Step Up and directs the Step Up program, when he teaches, he makes sure that he asks questions of each student. How do you do this? How do you do that? And then when they're stretching, by the way, what happened in school today? And all of them are asked to, to share, to speak. And there's a certain peer appreciation that happens quite unexpectedly and almost in an unsolicited manner. Um, when, when we try to do movements, when, someone, when a student does a movement with a little bit of uh, accomplishment, just they're better than they were before, They'll do it individually and the rest of the class will applaud. Mm -hmm. And we teach that if you can appreciate something that's positive in that person, you're going to bring it out in yourself. There's no room for jealousy. 
there's no room for a, a negative competition. It's just, wow, that's great. And that recognition is going to help that student. So all of a sudden there's peer appreciation, there's, there's a delayed gratification, there's everything you can imagine, but it's not just ballet, because that, that's yeah. limited, you know, in what it does. And we see that and we, we learn as we watch the students grow. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're an outlet, you're a positive outlet for them to feel, like you said earlier, belong. it's a family, right? I, I got to visit the space, mm -hmm. I saw all the students come through and the way that they get excited to run in and begin class. And um, so I'm, I'm sure the closures have greatly impacted um, your work. Talk a little bit about, you know, how did COVID impact you and what did you have, what, what were you doing during this time before you were able to reopen? Oh boy. <laughs> uh, I, you know, everyone, of course, everyone, everyone felt COVID, everyone. Yeah. Dancers have a special thing. When a young person finds value in, in coming to class and every day examining himself and trying to get a little better at something and taking that home with them, almost irrelevant, the teacher's almost irrelevant. They yeah. work on themselves, they get better and they go home with it and suddenly it's gone. It's gone. There is no, there is no cleansing point. It's a huge vacuum in their life. And we thought, what are we going to do? Because these kids are, not kids, because we have adult students too, but everyone that's made dance a little part of their life. Mm -hmm. um, so of course, like everyone, we, we went to Zoom first. Uh, okay. <laughs> we created Zoom classes. We also did uh, uh, Instagram classes because Instagram, oh. Yes, that was really nice because then we got people letters from Brazil saying, I stayed up till two in the morning, but I did it, you know, because you don't have a, you know, you control over your time zone. But yeah. Instagram classes went, we do every week, one a week for anyone. And that's a donation. If someone can donate, great. If they can't, go ahead, just take class. Yeah. And we have a regular schedule of Zoom classes, which are okay. daily. And the thing that we try to do, Victoria, you know, you brought up, you as you well said, community, family, mm -hmm. almost more important than my saying, stick your foot here, stick your foot there, twirl, is my saying, I'm here, I'm yeah. watching you, let me help you. And look at your screen, look at everyone else on the screen. We're mm -hmm. all together, you're part of a larger community, and I know sometimes you can't see it, but yeah. we are all here together. So let's let's take some pleasure or some satisfaction in that. So that's been very, very helpful. Good, that's good. Of course, the YouTube and then just the few YouTube videos we did that may have been private links for people that needed it. It wasn't for the rest of the world. Uh, right. I think that's it. Good. Yeah, I think it's important to, to in staying relevant to just being out there. So uh, your audience was clearly on Instagram. And so kudos to you guys for leveraging Instagram and and um, knowing your audience. I think right now, more than ever, nonprofits are learning that they need to know their audience. And your audience was on that that medium. And so... So there you are. So wonderful. So you're back in, and we kind of hinted at that earlier. All the protocol that you had to uh, um, adhere to. How how is this new normal um, affecting your outreach? Affecting the step up program? Affecting uh, just affecting the way that you do business as a nonprofit and programming? Well, of course, we have to limit sizes of classes just mm -hmm. to make sure that we don't, you know, we keep the spacing proper. We're yeah. also, you know, looking at performances. How is that yeah. going to work? Um, for example, we have a summer intensive coming up and we're, we're grateful that we're gonna be able to do it in the studio. That's where the young people come for three to four weeks and they're yeah. 
here for long periods of time and doing different dance forms, uh, acting, a little mm -hmm. bit of singing, a little bit of everything. Um, but traditionally, we've had a packed Pearson Park amphitheater audience. And now, you know, uh, the Pearson Park is closed through August. Yeah. So we will probably have to redo that where the performance will be in-house okay. with uh, smaller audiences spaced apart and smaller time span for the actual performance. Uh, mostly it, it's like, what is the maximum we can do in a minimum space safely? You know? mm -hmm. And I think they're all around the world, people are saying we're getting a little Zoom fatigued. You know, yeah. they're, they're tired of being home watching and they would really like to get out. So we're looking at any option we can, whether it's doing it outdoors, a performance, or, you know, spacing it in a theater, just anything that they will allow us to do. So that's changed the, the look of maybe future performances. Classes are ongoing the way they were, but spaced, spaced apart. Um, that's been, the, in terms of programming, I'd say that would be the main difference, you know, just trying to do it carefully with fewer people, slower. Got it. Okay. Well, yeah, and it's important. It's such a conundrum because you you want to serve and you want to help and you want to get you know your kids back to normal. But what is normal now for all of us and uh, adhering to protocol and adhering to the advisement of the county, um, it's hard. It's been a struggle for nonprofits, especially arts organizations like yourselves who rely on performances and fee for service. Um, which is why this giving day is is probably so timely and, and relevant. So talk to us about what are the uh, giving day funds going to support um, in terms of youth? Is it, you know, uh, in, ensuring that the step up program um, goes on? And uh, I know you have a match involved. So go ahead and talk more about that. Well, thank you, Rodrigo. Yes. And, I, you know, I'm, I guess I'm speaking the same as all nonprofits. It's been it's been quite a shock. When, when the county said, close your doors. And I'm saying, well, wait, wait. You know, yeah. there goes our tuition, there goes our income, shut. So it was mm -hmm. a difficult uh, transition. So right now we're looking at the giving day, absolutely like mm -hmm. as everyone, and the funding will we'll probably split it up a bit, partly to support Step Up, uh, partly mm -hmm. to support that summer intensive program that's gonna be coming mm -hmm. up shortly for scholarships. And uh, as well, we could, uh, we're looking at the busing that'll be coming up hopefully in December in some form. Mm -hmm. So we just don't wanna disappoint these young people that, you know, in the schools district, we just, we want it all to keep happening. We mm -hmm. are opening doors now, so we're, we're gonna slowly make our way back. But as you know, it's been three months at a difficult time. Uh, yeah. We have worked though to support ourselves with Zoom, you know, for some of the being fee for service. So it's been helpful. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have had some supporters. And of course, we've been writing grants, like everyone, you know, it's, we're yeah. grateful for grants that have come through. Um, yeah. Just the regular grants and US Bank, we just owe a great debt of gratitude. So we're really grateful for just keeping the doors open. So we do have a, one of a, a, a donor who said he would match funds, which is really, really helpful. I think you were saying that that's one of the key elements yeah. that will attract people. But uh, we do have people. We're we're waiting to see what will happen, and we're just we're grateful for the platform that you've basically you know helped us uh, latch onto. That's wonderful. Yeah. So your goal is seven thousand five hundred, and uh, part of that is is in the match. So um, that it's important for people to know that when you give a dollar, it actually equals two dollars. Um, right. So to to be following um, Anaheim Ballet on that day and all that's coming out and. 
I, I like giving nonprofits an opportunity to talk about, you know, how you are a business and you, um, you, you're not just a, a business for profit, but you're a business of, of impact. And the ROI is, is impact, impacting the community through Step Up, through, um, through the arts. And, uh, and it's not just about the students or the, the um, dancers on stage. It's also about a feeling that you give back to the community. You know, I love going to the arts and I love seeing um, um, performances. And there's something to be said about culture in a community when you have arts as well. So... I, you know, I think, if you don't mind, let me just speak to that for a second. Yeah. I think it's, you know, and I, it's true for any community, but for the moment, let me speak about Anaheim. Mm -hmm. Anaheim is, is known, of course, for its great athletics and the, the stadium and, and for the theme parks, and it's wonderful. But there's a cultural side that people are unaware of. When we started our podcast, our, our internet series, and we got up to 60 million views, we had we spawned a certain uh, recognition of Anaheim Ballet as having the arts. We did four international dance festivals at the Grove of Anaheim. And in, in that international dance festival, we brought dancers from American Ballet Theater, New York City Ballet, Royal Ballet, just every major ballet company, Joffrey Ballet, Bolshoi mm -hmm. Ballet. And it brought to Anaheim a certain cultural, and with that comes a certain pride, that yes. we, we can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with any city in terms of ballet and it's just important as a point of pride that that we do have disneyland athletics and the arts and our young people can be proud of that you know and then audiences when they come they can say it's their company it's it's their it's their you know it's it's our county ballet company they should take a certain pride in that our job is what we call more than dance is that you would never go to a performance and say uh, i don't do ballet or what is that it's just <laughs> uh, inspirational positive feeling that that's uh just universal yeah that's good that's good well you know what how about we segue then to some of those positive cultural stories i actually have your step up video so um let's uh go ahead and, and share that so people get a feel for the stories right that come out of this is the outreach program yes 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 give me one thank you you're welcome one second there we go take ballet classes and my mom found out about the free program and she decided to sign me up. It's hard but you have to make it look easy and that's what I love about it. And she really gained like the self-confidence and she got more friends and everything. It was really nice. I want to be a neurosurgeon when I grow up. I think Step Up will help me because it would look great on my college applications. Step Up has helped me relax a lot because I used to have a lot of anxiety. I felt like it was safe here, like I felt like it was like meant to be. When I grow up, I want to be a police officer or a ballet teacher. Que me ha gustado el programa, que gracias a ustedes, o sea, mi hija ha ido cambiando su forma de ser, más que nada su este problema de la ansiedad. Ay, como que ha ido desapareciendo. Y gracias nuevamente a ustedes. Te la he dado mucho. I like dancing. 
I like dancing because it feels fun and interesting. When I grow up, I would like to be a theoretical physicist. I started in step up because I really liked ballet. My favorite part of class is pirouette because I like spinning around. When I grow up, I want to be a famous ballet dancer. I think it has really helped her improve mentally, right? Like that she can do anything. She's like, oh, I just got to practice it. It has helped her with her grades and focus. It's a really big blessing for many families and for many kids. So I just received my master's in counseling with the pupil personnel service credential in school counseling. And I'm also a registered associate clinical counselor. I started Step Up because my mom found out about the program through the community center. She wanted us to expand our English language because we were only speaking Spanish up until like that age and so she heard and she's like oh more social interactions with people I didn't even know about classical ballet I thought it was like something for white people to do I just think the fact that step up exists or just Anaheim Ballet exists in this community in our city it's huge because like I said not a lot of people grew up with this I mean I started dancing at 10 there's seeds planted into these kids really creates a lot of self-confidence what they learned here might impact them many years from now it's really beneficial since I was young I wanted to do ballet but I couldn't because Financially, it wasn't available to us, but I'm glad that with Step Up, they give the opportunity to low-income families. Okay, what a wonderful video. Congrats to that. And amazing kids, It you know, like you said earlier, majority of them, they're not going to move on to ballet and, and go to Juilliard, but it's, it, I mean, neurosurgeon, wow. You know, you've got, yeah. you've got some, uh, some great goals. Uh, well, even Carla, when Carla, Carla was speaking there and she's just got her master's degree and she started in the program, mm -hmm. there's so many young people that are in college or getting degrees and, and it, it, I don't know exactly how responsible it is, mm -hmm. but I know it, there's something about it. Cause so many of them, one girl got a degree in civic engineering, another in chemical engineering saying, Ballet was such a part of it. And you think, well, it's so disparate, but it's not. All you're doing is you're teaching yourself you can do better. And here's a way of, of being. So it's pretty wonderful. Yeah. And Carly said something interesting. She said, I always thought it was something for white people. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. Whoa. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> we never even talk about diversity here because it's like, what? <laughs> you know, yeah. our, yes, right. Um, that's what we do. I mean, we just we just do. And, and we're, we're people. And and just well, everyone has the same, I would say, challenges in their life in some ways, which is overcoming themselves, whether it's fears or anxieties or, or disappointments or thinking inferiority, whatever it is, many of those battles are similar. And when you look around the room and you see other people overcoming without even talking about it, it suddenly goes, ah, yeah. like that. And it spreads. Yeah, and it just took her mom, as she was saying, her mom wanted her them to be social and get involved, and um, you were right there. And I actually think, you know, when she said that I, so when she said that I chuckled, because fun fact, I actually did ballet for two years, um, like years when I was very, very little, and did, did ballet and sports, I was in softball, and my mom just couldn't do both. She's like, you have to and, um, my, you know, my dad uh, was very, very heavy on the sports side. So only did it for two years, but 
Um, I think I went into it without that perception because um, because my mom just signed us up. You know, my mom didn't have that stigma. And kudos to that mother and all the parents that don't think that way and just say, here, you know, um, 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 they trust you, right? They trust you with their youth to help them assimilate, help them to grow, help them to do something that, you know, they couldn't offer them. And um, it's a hundred percent. You guys cover the cost, right? A hundred percent. Yes, a hundred percent for the step up. You know that's why we look to grants and donations. But Victoria, you know it's an interesting thing because we had that meeting with the councilman recently about some of the issues with the building, and the parents mm -hmm. started speaking up about what it meant to them, the parents, to have yeah. their children here, the safety and knowing where they were every day and knowing mm -hmm. that they were coming away with something so so positive. It's a little, I don't want to say it's surprising to me, but to hear it vocalize when it's not me. And also yeah. just when you, when you do little uh, surveys and the parents say, my, my child's grades are better in school, or they're much better socially with their brother and sister now, or their weight is better. It just, you know, because you're not thinking about that as you do it. You're right. just thinking train. And when you see the, the ramifications of it beyond being able to do ballet steps, it's, it's very gratifying. You know, yeah. and that's why we appreciate especially people that understand that the, you know, some of the moms here, some of them don't speak English, some of them do, but yeah. the dedication of getting their kid here every day saying, yeah. I want to be there and sitting in the lobby waiting, knowing mm -hmm. that something, there's some kind of positive injection. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and it says something to the father that said, um, you know, my child, my daughter's anxiety level has gone down. And part of that is um, probably, you know, being from a, um, uh, generation, right? A uh, first generation or second generation, not not knowing what's going to happen. You're in a low income area, and there's probably worries about a lot of things. And I only know because my background is human services and counseling, so I was in that space for a while. Um, kids do have a genuine fear and of of the next day, and when you when they know routine that every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever they're going to get to go to Anaheim Ballet, there's a calmness to mm -hmm. just knowing that they have an outlet. You've said it beautifully. I would just add to that, that there, there are young people and, and older people from affluent homes that yep. also have yeah. stress and anxiety that maybe you wouldn't even know because they have a certain appearance or they have a vehicle right. or they have a home, but they are also quietly suffering. And that's right. why I think you know, I, we say once you put your hand on the bar, it's uh, I think they said it's like it's like being home. There's something yeah. about it calming, you know, once you start to work on yourself. So, yes, to those young people that have even more anxieties and, and concerns. But I think it, it kind of helps everyone. That's good. So um, giving days next uh, Wednesday. But just so, you know, those who are listening or will listen, are there you know, maybe some of us aren't in a position to give at the moment. Are there other ways that you want people to know that they can give or support uh, Anaheim Ballet? Well, you know, we always, every dance school and dance company has a base of volunteers. And mm -hmm. there's numerous ways to, to volunteer, whether it's at a performance time or recital time, um, just things that always need getting done that, that we need help with uh, behind the scenes and, you know, join the guild. And like you said, they may not be able to financially donate, but there's always some way to support a ballet company, uh, a nonprofit. And that would be either helping the outreach program or the school or the company. So they just contact Anaheim Ballet, which is AnaheimBallet.org, and uh, let, let us know that you'd like to help. 
great. That's great. And you shared something a little earlier about, you know, parents speaking up because you were um, having um, space issues. Anything you want to share with the community about that or any way we can support um, the future of Anaheim Ballet and, and you know, remaining in Anaheim? Well, you know, the, the issue with the, uh, the build, we're at a uh, beautiful building. It's called the Anaheim Cultural Arts Center in mm -hmm. downtown Anaheim. And there's a question about it becoming the building itself going to affordable housing in the future. And mm -hmm. we're really hoping to be able to stay here because we do are able to service so many people. And yeah. where we are downtown, so many of the young people can get here without driving. They can just walk here. We're about one half a block from City Hall um, and in central to so many of the elementary schools, which is really mm -hmm. helpful. Now, we also happen to be near gang areas, which is also helpful in a sense because this ballet school can mitigate against negative forces. So mm -hmm. it's really important, we feel, that the, geographically that we mm -hmm. stay here. We're in the center of Anaheim. We can service so many young people, so many schools, and also counter some of the negative influences in our society, the gang influences right now. Got it. Okay. Well, that's good to know, you know, for people that are in the area or um, maybe someone's listening that can can be a part of the, the plan, you know, to help uh, um, Anaheim Ballet, whether, whether it's whether it's in Anaheim or even just Orange County. I know the name is Anaheim Ballet, but you obviously serve more than just Anaheim. And I think it's important for people listening or future future step up um, program participants uh, that want to learn about um, being a part of uh, your program. That um, yes, your residency is Anaheim, but you do so much for the uh, for the county, which I think is important for people to know as well. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much, Victoria. We, yeah. are, we are trying to serve everyone we can. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Larry. This was wonderful. Um, I wish I uh, wish you guys luck on um, uh, Wednesday. And uh, for those of you that are planning on supporting Anaheim Ballet, I would also add other ways to support is, you know, like what you're watching, share it, um, get the word out, go to your Facebook or Instagram page and like Anaheim Ballet. Um, and um, just let people know that there's another great organization serving Anaheim youth. Uh, and Victoria, speaking of organizations, can I just shout out Yes. Thank you to the Samueli Foundation for what they're doing and the Anaheim Community Foundation because none of this would be happening. Someone has to have a bigger picture and a bigger desire to serve. So thank you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, and we're, um, we're we definitely have a dedication to to Anaheim. And if one of the ways we can help is by giving you a platform for your programs, then then here's here's the way. So, well, thank you so much, and um, good luck. And we'll be um, we'll be watching next Wednesday. Thanks so much, Victoria. Be well. Bye-bye.